You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Pete Weatherburn is here, our vet from Brave Vet and TV3 in the Daily Telegraph. Um, Pete, I just noticed something last night on Twitter that said it was a fact. This is a fact, they say, and maybe in America or something, that people who are vets, veterinarians, are, are more likely to take their own lives than other people working in health-related services. Yeah, this is something that's well-known within the veterinary profession, but not very well-known outside it. People always think maybe dentists are the highest or something like that, but actually it's vets. Vets are amongst the... They are the highest profession for, for suicide rate. And if you talk to any vet, um, they'll be able to tell... But I, I could tell you, I, I've personally known six people, six friends of mine have taken their own lives. It's that common. We all know people who've done this. Um, they've done lots of studies to try and find out why. They don't really understand. Um, they think it's probably because we have access to the drugs that are used to bring about death easily because we put down animals every day. They think it's because we um, we uh, are familiar with the concept of saying, yes, uh, euthanasia is a good way to end suffering. Um, it'll make your pet peaceful and relaxed afterwards and you kind of then turn it around and put it onto ourselves maybe and then i think the third thing is that our job can be very very stressful um especially um if you're dealing with people's grief emotions as you do every day as a vet when they have to when they lose their pets and also especially with being on call and a lot of vets would have to provide more or less 24-hour cover seven days a week and you know they that continual workload um, is a is a big emotional challenge. So it's a big issue, and it's been dealt with by the veterinary profession in a number of different ways within our profession. Um, we don't often talk about it outside the profession, but perhaps we should do. Okay. Can I just move to a text to come in about fleas this mm-hmm. time of the year? Is this the flea season? Bang on. Yep. Just... Well, actually, Monday was the start of it. Remember Bank Holiday Monday? The sun was out. It was a glo- It was the first day of summer. Some would say it was the summer. But hopefully it was just the first of many more days like that. And when the weather gets warm like that, it means that um, fleas are able to breed outside. And that means that areas which dogs share, like public parks, gardens, and all those types of things, if one flea hops off into the grass... It will lay eggs, it will hatch out, and they'll hop on to the next dog. So we're just hitting the season where dogs and cats are likely to come home with fleas. So even if you don't use flea control all year round, it does make sense at this time of year to put a drop in the back of your pet's neck once a month to make sure that they don't bring in any of these sort of creeping crawlies home into your into your house. Because that's once they get into your house, then it can be very difficult to get rid of them. So preventing them is, is definitely the best thing sometimes. So... Um, there's different places to pick up all these squirty things and all that. Yeah. Well, you see... You which ones work and which ones don't work as well? Well, what I would say is that the, the more recent advanced products are released through vets, first of all. So if you want something that's guaranteed to work, go to your local vet. Um, that said, in supermarkets and pet shops, um, there are plenty of products there. But if you look at the fine print, some of them are just herbal products that say kind of, you know, will may prevent fleas and that kind of language, which isn't really what you want what you want something that what you want is something that will get rid of fleas very quickly for a long time and that's why you go to the vet to get products that you know are that going you to know do that work. okay it yeah. is the flea season thanks to that texture and uh, joining us now is uh, mary in Ockram. hello to you mary hello how are you okay thank you you're through to peace at his clinic Pete, uh, okay go ahead mary Hello, I'm a Jack Russell uh, dog and he's losing his hair all the time. You know, he's only eight months old. Um, where is he losing his hair? Pardon? Is it all over him he's losing his hair? 
No, he just is leaving hair everywhere. You know. Okay, so he's just he's molting. He, he's know? molting a lot. Yeah. He's n he's not got any bald patches. No, there's no bald patches. No. Yeah. Well, that's something which dogs just do. That do basically. We humans, our hair keeps growing and keeps growing and we don't tend to mould. Whereas what dogs do is they've got short hair and it grows to a certain length, then it falls out. So mm -hmm. I'm, af I'm afraid it's, it's part of having a dog is that they, some dogs just molt a lot. Usually, yeah. it's, usually it's seasonal, usually it's springtime and autumn time. Um, mm -hmm. but, but when dogs live in the house with us, they get, yeah. um, their bodies are exposed to different light patterns and heat patterns to, to nature, if you like. And what that means is that they often just have a low-grade continual molt. And it's very mm -hmm. annoying... Um, because if you, if you want a nice tidy home, then having mm. dog hair all over the place isn't part of your plans. Oh, no. Um, um, but there's nothing I can get to stop them. There's nothing you know? that will... Once, I'd love to invent a product that cures that problem altogether because i get mm -hmm. extremely rich if I did that. The best you can do is to brush him regularly, twice a day, a good quality brush, just remove as much fur as you can, and that mm -hmm. way it'll stop it falling into, the, yeah. into your home. All right. Okay, thank All right. you. Okay, thank you, Mary. Out with the Hoover. Okay, thanks very much I indeed. Know, yes, bye. <laughs> thanks very much, Mary. And uh, finally, Peter, you're off just like the holiday doctor. Um, you're going to a conference. I'm going to a conference in Washington D.C. next week, which is looks like it's going to be really interesting. It's a it's a conference about working in the social media with pets and with vets. So um, there's about 600 people going to be there who use Facebook, Twitter, and blogs to talk about animals, and we're basically discussing the whole subject, how, how can it best be done and how can vets and other people work together to, to optimise its potential. I think it's a great way of getting information out there, getting good information about pets and about how to look after pets and that's my main interest in going to it. Um, but I'm intrigued to know what all these animal bloggers are up to. I think many of them actually go on Facebook under their pets' names, kind <laughs> of, you know, using funny grammar and um, you know, just... Because, uh, yeah, using funny grammar because dogs if they could talk, wouldn't be able to use grammar. No. I mean, not remembering that it would be amazing if they could talk in the first place. <laughs> They'd spell things differently. and they, So, um, you know, it's, it's some slightly odd body things going on out there, I think. But I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, I mean, obviously, I think the States is the sort of centre of the social media world. And so I'm, I, they've asked me to speak on a panel there. And I, I'm really honoured to do that. And I, I'm looking forward to the exchange of ideas and to bringing back some new thoughts back into Ireland. All right. I look forward to your return. Peace, okay. and you can tell us all about it then. Thank you. All right. Thanks very tell much. us how the pets are on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> that is our vet, Pete Weatherburn. And thanks to Mary who phoned in earlier on the other uh, text as well about uh, the fleas. Uh, Pete Weatherburn from Bray Vet, Old Connor in Bray. And you, you can catch up with Pete and this broadcast again on petethevet.com. Thanks very much indeed, Pete.